You're listening to Avid Research, an Australian STEM podcast where we answer the questions that you quite possibly never got around to asking. My name's Amelia. And today we're asking quite an important question, possibly one you've never asked yourself before. Why shouldn't we blow up that whale on the beach? Now, I'm not a whale disposal expert, but I have had a unique and quite entertaining experience that involves a whale that got washed up on a beach and the saga that followed. This was a couple of years ago when I was privileged enough to be a summer ranger with Parks Victoria based out of the Orbost office in Far East Gippsland. And just before I arrived, there had been a whale already dead that washed up on the beach. It's very sad, but sometimes whales just meet the end of their lives, just as we all do. And this one happened to end up on our stretch of beach. Now, a whale on a beach is actually a highly inconvenient thing because not only is it a biohazard and there is an alarming array of horrible diseases you can catch from a dead whale and from a living whale, but it's also really, really, really good at attracting sharks because that is one giant buffet sitting there just desperately, desperately waiting to be eaten by a shark, essentially from the shark's perspective, obviously. Now, this, this whale was on the beach, obviously not up to much, not really going anywhere. The beach got closed. A lot of people were obviously disappointed. It was coming up to summer. They really wanted to have access to the beach. And they were wondering, well, what, what are the authorities going to do about this whale? And it was around this point that there was a sudden surge in the community and a bit f- further afield of people who were absolute whale disposal experts. Throughout the months that I was working as a summer ranger, I got to interact with a couple of these people and a number of tourists who were fascinated by the whale and how we managed to get rid of it. Now, you might be interested in what were the options available and what were the options that people thought were a really good idea. One of the options, quite straightforward, fairly, I guess, obvious in some ways, like Obviously, if there was a dead thing, what you do is you bury it. And so what you should do, this is the various people telling Parks what they should do, you should bury the whale. Now, this is not a small whale. Uh, It was pretty big. The beach was fairly inaccessible to heavy machinery. And the idea was that we would just dig a big hole and bury the whale. Not a terrible idea, like, in the long term, in the... Like, ultimately, we did end up burying with the whale, but not on the beach. If we buried something on the beach, eventually the sand erodes, beaches move around a lot. They're very dynamic environments. It's not like burying someone in a cemetery where the land's going to stay stationary for a long period of time. Sand comes and goes. So, basically, we would have just buried the whale, and then we would have had the same problem in a while. We also would have had the smell of dead whale, which isn't great for humans. We would have had the biohazard would have remained. 
the smell and sort of like essence of dead whale would have been leaching out into the sand as a beautiful beacon for sharks for kilometres and kilometres around. And we would have had to deal with ivory hunters. As it turns out, a dead whale, huge amount of very, very valuable bone that people want to take and presumably carve into things. Okay, bump bump to option number one. We're not going to bury that whale. Bummer. Okay, option number two. Drag the thing back out to sea. Off you go, back to sea, you naughty little whale. Kind of a nice idea. You know, return it to where it came from. What would normally happen to a dead whale is that, you know, it would fall to the bottom of the ocean. And that's a whole other story. What happens when a whale falls? Absolutely fascinating. Okay, drag it out to sea. By this time, the whale is getting a little on the squishy side. There's not a lot of things to clip onto. They're quite heavy and difficult. Just difficult to sort of get a strap around. It's not like there's a harness you can just like drop on a whale. So it was like, oh, okay. Well, we can't really get a handle on the whale. It's also very, very hard to get them moving. Something that big, that heavy, getting it to actually start moving. You need a lot of torque, you need a lot of power. Getting that from a boat to like actually pull out is quite difficult. Turns out also uh, that would be illegal dumping and potentially a shipping hazard. So that's not happening because the idea of getting some sort of fine for dumping a dead whale in the ocean, although it would make fascinating beer talk, probably not ideal for a government agency. And the final, the people's favourite, is blow the whale up. Everyone loves a good explosion. We'll just explode the whale. That will solve all our problems. Now, it has actually been done. People have voluntarily put explosives in or on a whale. Don't know how they did it. Then they pressed boom and the whale exploded. What you end up with if you choose that path, is lots and lots and lots of small bits of manky whale smelling terrible, also a biohazard, hanging all across the landscape. Not ideal. Just not ideal. From what I can gather, and I believe they've done this, done the exploding option, they've done it in Norway and in America, they have regretted it. It is not On the global whale disposal options, it's not really recommended, largely due to the squelchiness of this option. So what did happen to this whale? I hear you sitting at home pondering. I didn't name the whale at any stage, by the way. What we did in the end is we waited. We took the option of seeing what was going to happen. We saw that the weather was going to start getting a little bit rough and just sort of let's just see if nature's going to deal with this what actually happened was surprisingly convenient so the whale during a storm event got washed out to sea and it actually got washed further up the beach and onto a boat ramp that meant that the whale was now accessible by large heavy machinery okay but what happened to the whale in those handful of minutes that it was back at sea the sharks that had been circling for the last 
couple of days, they got the feast that they had been hoping for and there were significant chunks taken out of that whale by the time it got onto the boat ramp. Once it was on the boat ramp, once the storm had cleared, a couple of people who had actually signed up to be firefighters for that year got roped into the glorious job of dressing up in head-to-toe personal protective equipment and got to kind of chop the whale into more manageable pieces and put it on a truck and it got buried secretly so that the ivory hunters couldn't find it. Fun fact, the skull actually got buried separately so that the Museum of Victoria can come along in a couple of years' time and dig it up and have a skull for their whale skull exhibit, I guess. Never really thought about what they were going to do with that skull. Now I think about it, it's a tiny bit creepy. But hey, rather large skull that they're going to presumably bring a truck pick up once it's demankified. Now for those of you playing along at home, you might have been listening and you thought, what sort of weird diseases can I catch from a dead whale? Started doing a bit of research into this and immediately regretted it. There's some interesting things that you can catch from a range of mammal sea creatures. They have sufficiently similar biology to us to mean that we can catch diseases off each other. Uh, Tuberculosis from seals is one of those things. Uh, There was also some interesting botulism cases from people eating beached whales that were dead, that sort of thing. So treat sea mammals with care, I guess, in general. Uh, Definitely don't eat them if they've started to go a bit manky and try to avoid breathing in anything that they've breathed out. So for example, whale blow, the really pretty stuff that you see in pictures, you don't want to inhale that. It's very contagious. It's quite bad for you. It's quite manky in a lot of ways. So ending on a fun, happy note, the whale got cleared away. Eventually the smell of dead whale disappeared and beachgoers were able to come back without being uh, having exciting experiences with some rather large sharks, very large sharks. And a whole lot of people once again went back to not being whale disposal experts. And so I now leave you with a little more knowledge on why you shouldn't explode a dead whale. Thank you very much for listening. Today, I would like to give the biggest, most massive shout out to all the healthcare workers in Melbourne and honestly all over the world who are going into work every day and facing something that just gets grimmer and grimmer and keeping you on going and you guys deserve way more than high fives but all I can give you right now is a virtual high five so boom virtual high five to all those healthcare workers you're awesome if you like our podcast you're a little ripper and you should follow us on Instagram at avid underscore research. If you have a question or someone you think we should interview, feel free to drop us an email at avid, A-V-I-D, dot coms, C-O-M-M-S, at gmail.com because avid research was already taken. Mm-hmm.